Hello, I'm Molly Stu. And I'm Brad Fitt. And this is I'll, I'll Be, Be Home, Home for Hall. Mark. Your new Countdown to Christmas podcast miniseries. Molly, this week we're sticking with the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, this week we are diving into Christmas with the Darlings and never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater. Flights of Coco? Orphans, like me. Lesbian love? Uh, are you ready? Let's talk about it. Well, Molly, you delivered like you said you were going to with a, a bag of... I'm assuming homemade marshmallows. Mm-mm-mm. Well, they definitely look homemade. <laughs> <laughs> I do deliver. Well, take did, a bite. Have Have you? Uh, did you have one yourself? Of course not. I don't sample my own goods. Oh, okay. Um, take a big, big, big bite. These are quite large. Actually, open up. <laughs> open it up. Ready? Yeah. Oh dear God! Oh dear God! <laughs> what? No, it sounds Hi. like one of those ASMR things. <laughs> Well, they fly real far when you spit them. Oh, my Molly. Where did you get this recipe? I think maybe I put too much aniseed in there. <laughs> well, <laughs> listener. Um, yeah, hey, let's wash it down with some cocoa. <laughs> we well, we know there's plenty of that in these movies. Plenty of cocoa. Um, Molly, uh, our one listener or two now, we're up maybe up to two listeners, might think that we sound a little bit different, but uh, listener, we want you to know that us here at Home for Hallmark want to make sure that we bring you quality content. But this week, we have um, had to sort of relocate and change we will change it up a yep. little bit. So we might sound like we're in a cave. We're not in a cave. We're in my um, empty garage <laughs> because, you know, for an abundance of caution, a.k.a. Molly may have COVID. Um, and I certainly don't want to get that. That's not funny. <laughs> I I know. Shouldn't, we shouldn't laugh about I'm that. I'm not laughing. I'm just being uh, I honest. I laughed. Well, I laughed about my possible COVID. That's true. <laughs> but I, I have a... I have a black heart. So. I probably should not have just eaten your homemade marshmallow <laughs> that you made with your potentially I COVID washed my hands. hands. I washed okay, my hands. well, that's questionable. And I only wiped them repeatedly on the yeah, apron. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Okay. Well, yes. So, and we will make sure to share a picture with our oh, behind the scenes, behind yes. the scenes, with our one Instagram, <laughs> with our one follower. Instagram follower as well, um, Molly. This week, oh. oh, you know what wasn't darling Christmas with the darlings. Didn't. <laughs> this movie, this movie, the title alone, the first, in, within the first 12 seconds of this movie, it's false in, infuri- infuriated <laughs> me. <laughs> that never happens, Brad. Hi. Are, you are, never overreact. You, it's, you're very even tempered about Hallmark movies. Hi. Yeah. Ding dong. Hi. Are you the wife of the, the, you know, are you the wife of the household? No, I'm the executive assistant of the Darlingtons. This movie Darling- is called <laughs> Christmas with the Darlings. Why are they the Darlingtons? <laughs> That doesn't roll off the tongue. And the Darlings, perfectly reasonable last name, right? It, it, Peter it Pan. Is, right? Yeah, why not? So why why, why do we this, have to shorten it? Or, or not just make it, change their last name or make the movie Christmas with the Darlingtons. Well, that would be too easy, Brad. That wouldn't, that wouldn't inflame your passions about it enough. Well, that's true. So I guess we should just start. Let's just di- let's just dive into this. I got, I got marshmallow not- residue in my mouth. It's not great. <laughs> okay, so C- Christmas with the Darlings, as you said, opens up with the executive assistant to Mr. Darlington. Charles Darlington. Charles Darlington. Jessica Liu. Jessica Liu, her last Christmas working as an assistant because she just finally finished law school and passed the bar exam, and now she's going to go work in their corporate law department, which sounds awful. And it's quite, quite the uh, upgrade. <laughs> Executive assistant to corporate lawyer in two, in two and a half years. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm like, isn't law school three years? Um, is it two, yes. three? Yeah. Yes. But I mean, unless maybe you're university of Phoenix. She did it quick. She was on the fast track. <laughs> <You hope. laughs> we have, uh, we have Jessica's best friend, Zoe, Zoe, who is a surgeon at the local hospital. I can't tell which one it is at this point because all of the hospitals look exactly the same. Right. And, uh, the most, just- the most neurotic surgeon. Like I, I would never, I would never want to have a procedure done by her. Have you ever met any actual real life surgeons? Uh, no, they're all, they, uh, I think there's a reason that they work with people who are unconscious. I really do. And what's funny is that she references that, you know, these people are actually respond to me. <laughs> She's also happens to be a lesbian, which is new to the Hallmark. They slid that one right. They sli- they slid and that she right has in. a big crush on the coffee counter girl named Kate, who who gets her obscure, you know, um, Charles Dickens and uh, what's that lady? Jane name? Austen. Jane Austen references right. in the film. So that that was kind of and she fun. makes she, what was that? There was chocolate fudge, and what was the other type of fudge? It was Christmas swirl fudge. Oh, Christmas swirl fudge. Right, and I, I always love it too when they just add the word Christmas to something and they make like Christmas muffins. Like what? What the fuck they is just, a Christmas muffin? They just added red food coloring. <laughs> it's not cranberry. It's nothing. <laughs> but, you know, now it's all of a sudden it's Christmassy. And then we have Mrs. Brooks, a.k.a. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Tell us the last time. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Who, who cannot take care of the three children, Emma, Jay, Henry, and Abby. Uh, you know, the orphans that are coming home from great Aunt Matilda in Australia. And the irony of this particular storyline is that um, Brad, you are, you, have you discovered, you are an orphan. <laughs> just, when we, we just st- discovered it now. I, <laughs> well, I knew it. I didn't know what I the definition it. of an orphan was. I mean, these are like trust fund babies, you know, being right. shipped over to the They're Darlington not Oliver Twist. Mansion. They're not little orphan Annie. So you just didn't know. A shilling, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. tells me you spend too much time with musical theater. <laughs> um, then we have Charlie, Charlie Darlington. Um, Charles, Charles, sorry, Charles Darlington, who is like, now he's not the president of Darlington company or incorporated because Max is right. Right. So he's some, is he the CEO? uh, Something, I guess so. So Max is the president like of the board. Yeah, probably. That's probably how you, yeah. So, and he's a terrible person, a terrible person, terrible (laughs) actor. (laughs) I particularly dislike his beard, but I won't go into why that is unless we do an after dark episode of this because Coming soon. it's not appropriate. It's not G rated. We're G- well, we're not G rated. Well, because of you. Well, I have I, a filthy I, mouth. Well, and I'm, what do ve- you want? I'm clean cut. So I, clean. I keep it, I keep it clean. <laughs> you keep- <laughs> I have no comment about that. Um, he's heading off to Europe to secure some kind of a big deal, you know, for the Darling Corporation. So he's going to be away for Christmas or for the Christmas party planning because the Christmas party is a huge deal here because of some other things we'll talk about soon. Right. Um, we've got the um, orphaned nieces and nephews. They are, who are they? They're Emma, Jay, Henry, and Abby. Yeah. Um, and you said some very unkind things about those children. I won't. Mm, it's fine. Won't. <laughs> Bless them. They're orphans. <laughs> now, now, of course, we have to have dead parents. Well, in this film, we actually have three dead parents. Yeah, and you, we're allowed to joke about that because you. I have a dead parent, they, so that's the right. So for the listeners out there, we're not being un, unsensitive, Brad. Insensitive. We're <laughs> not being insensitive. Don't grammarly me. We're not being insensitive. I mean, but I I, I can relate. I'm the sixth right. orphan of this movie series because <laughs> you've got Jessica Liu, you got Max, you got. Emma J. Henry, Abby, and Brad Fitt. And Brad Fitt. Which, by the way, you know. Brad Fitt. <laughs> Brad Fitt and Molly Stew are hosting this episode because, again. Apparently, we don't say the whole last we, name. We don't need the whole last name. This is, this is our story to tell, and this is how and we're going to we go. we do it however the, yeah. Max, who is the ski bum uh, brother of Charles Darlington. Now, in a, in a non-Hallmark film, he would be a, you know, kind of a playboy guy, right? And yeah. we'd, we'd have pics of him in this hot tub with busty blondes. But no, he's just fun-loving with his buds, 
at the ski resort and he's planning a trip to Whistler for Christmas because, you know, I guess that's what people do. Rich people do. Um, and then we've got the kids are going to be shipped off to a... Um, Payton. Payton boarding school. Boarding school. Because their parents... Two jet- weeks. Two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> two weeks, yes. After they've lived with great Aunt Matilda in Australia for three years and right. she's too ill now to take care of them. Yes, yeah, she's and, having health issues. Yeah. And they can't stay at home again with uh, Mrs. Brooks because she's got terrible Such arthritis. Such terrible arthritis. And you, and you don't get any indication of that in the film at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, the dead parents are Jarrett and Nicole. So you will that will that will come up that will be important. So um, we've talked about them going off to boarding school and how that's. I mean, can you imagine sending your kids off to boarding school in the first place? I'm sorry. I mean, that's what nannies are for. Oh, sorry, rich people. So that's au, au pair. Yes. One of the things I just don't understand is Charles clearly has no interest in these children. Max is the you know stereotypical playboy. Let's say. Yes. How did they get? How did they get custody of these three children? <laughs> you know? um, they I mean, other than the fact that they're just, they're both rich and they yeah. can just pay for this. Sure. Well, and Matilda, you know. Great. And Matilda. She's a great lady. <laughs> well, and I love how there's never, you know, there's never actually, well, I mean, with the exception, I guess, of Holly and Ivy, there's never actually like a, a legal process. You just, the, the kids just get shipped off to you and there you go. Right. Right. There's, I mean, like they're going to give them to a playboy and a, a non-existent CEO. Well, and Max, we have assume that he's infatuated with Jessica a little bit because he keeps referencing her as the amazing Jess or awesome Jess and Jessica you're you're great so you know very complimentary <laughs> don't you forget it very complimentary says. very 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 yes well they've known each other for a long time so we don't have like a traditional meet cute right um in this film which is I guess kind of that's kind of that was refreshing a little bit I guess um but we do get to like throughout the film figure out that Max there's a lot more substance to Max which he's a, he's my favorite character in the film oh, for I would sure. say without a doubt so even, even though the film sucks right let's just be honest but um so we have you know our obligatory every bedroom has a Christmas tree in it yeah because I know does your bedroom have a Christmas tree in it not yet <laughs> it totally will <laughs> if I know a single person on this planet that will have a Christmas tree in their bedroom it's you well, why not it's mood lighting. And it's hashtag 2020. Hashtag 2020. Just, I mean, we do what we have to do to get through 2020, right? right? Um, so so Jessica willingly offers um, to watch the kids between jobs. So she's not technically a the executive assistant anymore. She's starting her new career in January. But she, she uh, volunteers to watch all three children while Charles is in Europe and potentially Max, you know, going to his ski trip. And yeah. Max also volunteers, which... Great. You know, since you are the guardian of these children, <laughs> probably a good idea to stay home with them at Christmas time. Is it actually volunteering when it's something you're supposed to do? Well, <laughs> it's like tell, it's like saying that you, uh, someone's dad is babysitting them. Right. That's not, that doesn't go that way. Well, and Jessica, she is type A executive assistant extraordinaire because Checklist. we're going to do this and this and this and this, mm-hmm. and you're going to do what I tell you to do. And we'll make cookies and we'll make sleds and, you know, all of these things. And he, he just goes along with it. Well, when you're kind of a spontaneous person, you, you're kind of used to following the alpha leader in the room, which I would know from experience working with you on this podcast. Sure. <laughs> well, and, and so the, the thing that Jessica is working on is the big corporate Christmas, Christmas event. Right. Always. Always. Because there's always a huge event. And then I bet our listeners will never guess. Dun, dun, dun. Something happens and she has to reschedule it. What is that thing that happens, Brad? Well, she, she's online. She's re- researching Mr. Uh, Victor Lee all about him and oh no and here comes Max you know what's going on and I have to tell our listener that if you are watching these movies (laughs) it is essential that whenever they pan to a computer or an article you must pause (laughs) 
I highly recommend pausing. We it's got, worth the time. We got it in uh, Chateau Christmas mm-hmm. with Evelyn March. Yes, scathing review. <laughs> right? So Jessica gasps and is very upset that their corporate holiday party at the Plaza Hotel is going to have to be rescheduled to a different venue because they come to the realization that Victor Lee does not like fancy things. Why, why would he? So I went back and I paused on the article. And Molly, <laughs> this is what the article says. Victor Lee, family first, success follows. This past year has been the most inspiring and challenging year of my career, Mr. Lee said earlier in the conversation. It was incredibly exciting, and as always, I couldn't have done it without my family. Mr. Lee provided new details about how and why he continues to work with his family close to him and new insights about the direction of his company. It has been amazing, actually, Mr. Lee said. I've had the support and love of my family. Their faith in me has kept me moving forward always. Midway through our conversation, I asked Mr. Lee if he believed he had turned a corner. Were things about to get better for him? him. The best is yet to come from an operational standpoint, he said. And as always, I have the best of my family behind me. My motto now is family first, success follows. Nothing in that article (laughs) would indicate that he does not like fancy things. Uh... Right? Nothing. I mean, maybe we've never, we don't know his children. Maybe if we saw pictures of his children. Right. I don't know. So we've got that, you know, now they've got to figure something out. Something. Um, And it's last minute. We're seven days from this huge corporate event, right? Corporate event. So now she's got to sell Charles Darlington from, uh, where is he? He's like in Portugal. Lisbon, Lisbon, Portugal, yes. So he's somewhere and she's got to sell him on this new idea. Uh, Yeah. And (laughs) she she says, family first. Family first. Family first. It's got to be at the house. It's got to be at your mansion. And, And we have to open it up to the employees' families, which to which... Charles, who's not a douche at all, right. doesn't say something like, well, but it can't look like a circus. Because children are what? Circus animals? Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm. Monkeys, for sure. <laughs> so, so she, you know, with one conversation convinces, convinces uh, Charles that the party will be at the well, house. Well, because he trusts her implicitly. I mean, who's ever going to replace the amazing Jessica? Well, no one. <laughs> Clearly. But um, so now we're back to Zoe. Right, Zoe and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zoe is and this, Kate. Yes, right, right. Zoe is the pesky best friend mm-hmm. that we've oh, yeah. come to know. Yep. That oh, Jessica, you never do anything for yourself. It's always about everybody oh, else yes. except for you. Always. Where eight minutes before she was having a meltdown at the coffee shop, thought of asking Kate, Kate, yes. Kate the barista, yeah, to the Christmas fair. Because that's that's really. I mean, that's that's moving really fast for a new relationship. Sure, is to ask you know, it comes hand them the flyer yourself. To go to the Christmas fair. My favorite big, part. Big deal. That my favorite quote from Zoe is she says, you get tunnel vision and forget what is right in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a contradiction because isn't that the whole point of tunnel vision is that it's straight ahead. Right. You're right. not, you're that's the only thing. <laughs> nothing in your peripherals. <laughs> so that was a, that was, that line was flubbed. Uh, a, a bit, a bit flubbed. Yes. So they decide that. They're going to have the party at the house. Right. Which, did you notice how fancy the at-home party is, though? Did you notice? Oh, it was, it like was pretty Like centerpieces. And it was pretty fancy. So then they, they start to decorate. They, mm-hmm. You know, Jessica's very type A about breakfast at 8 and sugar cookies and oatmeal raisin and toffee. You know, she's trying to give the kids some memories of their family. and Their mom's Christmas toffee. She, she had already decorated the Christmas tree and the kids were kind of upset about it. So, oh, hey, kids, let's go outside and make create the outdoor Christmas trees. Which I, th- I mean, that's really pretty cool. It and was then they, cool. Make, they make the ornaments that are edible. What, what, the birds. Were those, I mean, edible, sure. 
not certain that it, not certain that it was fully biodegradable. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't I don't know that the deer are going to be able to differentiate between the bird seed wreath and the red ribbon that it's attached to. Right. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> great idea, innovative, great, very right. So we we sort of see that Jessica and uh, Max are you know they're they're getting they're getting along. They're in the sleigh ride and. Um, no, always an obligatory middle of the day ride. carriage ride. Right, right. Um, because kid, that's a Christmas tradition for all of us. How, oh, how many carriage rides have you been on, bro? I go on one, one a day. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because you're Amish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to go to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I take the carriage over to milk the cow. <laughs> you know, and so they, they do get out and they, they're inquiring, well, Jessica, what are you, how come you're doing Christmas by yourself? And well, I don't no. have anybody. Oh, you're just you're like you're just like us. They, they, right? Now Jay, they can Jay bond. Henry says right to her. <laughs> you know, points out that she too is an orphan, which is a very polite thing to do to someone. Right. Which is precisely why I didn't say, um, Brad, you're an orphan. Yeah. Why don't you know? I'm half orphan, <laughs> half orphan, half Irish. <laughs> um. So there is a great moment because again, going back to Mrs. Brooks, who is apparently so old and d- decrepit, decrepit Just with her arthritis. She has no problem barging in on Jessica and uh, Max in the kitchen in the middle mm. of the night in her high heels and her pearl <laughs> necklace. And, you know, she's fully dressed, <laughs> ready to... Uh, <laughs> While they're holding hands. Well, right. Yeah, let's, let's listen. Let's have a listen in. At least I can do. You're doing a really good job. You promise? You promise? That means a lot. Late night snacking? Yep. (laughs) And it is way past my bedtime. Good night, everyone. Night. Max, don't mess this up. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. I was there the first time you saw her. You almost ran into a door. No, I was... She's way out of my league, Mrs. B. Listen, I've watched you grow up. I know that there is so much more to you than you let even yourself realize. Yeah, but... She doesn't take me seriously. I mean, why would she? Oh, my dear Max. You have to figure out how to take yourself seriously. Well, <laughs> apparently uh, Mrs. Potts has been watching Max and Jessica from afar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or maybe not so far. Maybe she's got... And I, I called her Mrs. Potts on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> not to be mis- confused with Mrs. Brooks. Um, so again, they have, they have the party. Mm-hmm. Um, here comes... Oh, I have to say though. So again, going back to this at-home Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So then... Max is in his room, sitting on his bed with his shoes on, and he now is looking at his, his made bed. Yeah, his yeah. <laughs> looking at his laptop, mm-hmm. also researching uh, CEO Victor Lee. When he stumbles upon an article, which again, listener, I went back and screenshotted just to prove my point about Mister Lee does not like fancy things. Doesn't Victor Lee is an engineer 
industrial designer, technology entrepreneur, and philanthropist. Oh boy. It's got a lot of syllables. It's okay. He is the founder, CEO, CTO, and chief designer of his company, early investor CEO, and product architect. He is ranked 25th on a list of the world's most powerful people and was ranked joint first on a list of the most innovative leaders of the future. His net worth is estimated at $68 billion, and he is listed as the ninth richest person in the world. He is the longest tenured CEO of any automotive manufacturer globally. I mean, good for him. He's coming. He must have come from humble beginnings with his ninth richest person in the world, because <laughs> I'm sure he flew all the way from overseas mm-hmm. to come to a buffet dinner party at a house. <laughs> he didn't fly first class no. or charter a jet. No. No, but, oh, well, and he wouldn't have to charter a jet because he owns one or three. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> he just jetted over. <laughs> so, you know, the party goes off really without a hitch. Well, um, I mean, I would, I would argue that point um, because you did see her dress. That's a lot of hitch. That, uh, I mean, it, that's a bad dress. It's a bad color. It's a bad fit. I mean, don't all the dresses have to be red, right? Well, so far, but they... they <laughs> Mix things up with well, I guess so, delivered this, or delivered. But it wasn't even green. It was like teal with some beading or something. Well, maybe they made it. You know, they <laughs> made it at the, you know, because they were at the Christmas fair. Once again, they, you know, they're, the activities include making your own well, wreath. Always. <laughs> always. Wreath. Or ornament. This time it was a wreath. Right. right? And um, yeah. Yeah. Good Christmas festival. So. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't much to that, was there? No. No. Thank, thankfully, we've had, I think we've had our We've had Christmas. enough Christmas festivals. <laughs> we also didn't, we also didn't have a Christmas tree lighting, an official Christmas tree lighting. That's which true. I kind of missed that a little bit. Although, Angela, Mrs. Potts did plug in the outdoor lights they decorated for the deer, remember that? Right. So I mean, we had an unofficial lighting, but yeah. Yeah. So, we're now, what, at like 14 minutes to the end of the movie? <laughs> Always. So, Charles, you know, uh, goes to talk to Max about securing this deal. Clearly, Charles was a total D-wad, you know, at <laughs> at the party. I got this handled. That goes well, without saying. And I got to say, I mean, I just did way too much intonation with my voice because it was like, yeah. Max, I how handle this from <laughs> now on. You can go have fun. Yeah. He's, you know, he's a bearded robot. Well, and, you know... From the beginning, I think uh, schizophrenic Zoe, <laughs> well, he's cute. You know, he's cute. And I think Jessica says something like, well, yeah, but he's just a kid because he, he just likes to have fun. And how, how can you think anything beyond that? Uh, so, you know, we're re- reinforcing that, that all of the characters really just think Max is a joke throughout most of this movie. Right. But we're getting little bits. We're, we're finding out he, he works with the Boys and Girls Club, right? And he does that anonymously. And he works, he volunteers in the pediatric unit at Zoe's Hospital. And he spies all the Christmas toys right, at, right. at the local store and right. gives them out to the Boys and Girls Club. Right. So there's more to Max than meets the eye, for sure. But will Charlie ever take him seriously? That is the question. Well, once they find out that Max really is the reason that they secured the deal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he goes to Charles to uh, ask for some more things to do with the company, with the Darlington company. So you want to be more involved with the company? I, yeah, I do. Well, that is great because Victor specifically asked for you to be the liaison on this deal. Really? Really. I don't know what to say. I'm so surprised. You think you can handle it? I can. Good. You'll need to pack your bags. Excuse me? 
Well, if you're going to run the Taiwan division, you'll need to get started immediately. Your flight leaves Thursday to Taipei. This Thursday? Yes. But that means he's going to miss Christmas with the kids. So that is unfortunate. But I'll be with them until they settle at Peden. Then I'll fly over to join you. This initial trip is to lay the groundwork. Then you'll go over in February on a more permanent basis. I'm proud of you, Max. Congratulations. I mean, <laughs> Charles is just not a family man. He wants to ship those kids off to boarding school. He wants to get rid of his brother before Christmas to go over to China. Um, he's he's really a terrible human being. <laughs> and it, it, the I don't know who the actor is. He was just, I mean, that's very unfortunate, but... Yeah, it, it is temporary. <laughs> I will be with the children until until I ship them off. Until I ship them off, not to the orphanage, right? But to the so you know, Max and Jessica Liu is you could tell she's heartbroken now, right? She's got a thing for him, and mm-hmm. and Max tells the kids yeah. that he's leaving, and they clearly are upset, and they didn't get to finish the Christmas puzzle, right? And so Jessica, the day that he's getting ready to leave before Christmas. Mm. She puts them in those sweaters that he gave them at the airport, <laughs> which it was really her. Mm-hmm. Nice welcome gift. Here's a sweater. He's not organized to buy Christmas. Well, and you know, this is perfect. I mean, this is really, both movies have sweaters in Th- them. They do. And here comes Charles. Are you ready to leave, Max? <laughs> right? And here comes Mrs. Potts, Charles, <laughs> Jessica Lou, you know, Abby, Jay Henry, all to watch Max depart in his own vehicle. His own vehicle. He's right. got to drive himself to the airport <laughs> the day before Christmas. And everybody else is just standing there waving goodbye. Yeah. Because and, he's not the president of like a, a huge multinational corporation. And, right. Right. And so he drives away and Charles turns around and says, hot chocolate. <laughs> Who Always. would like hot chocolate? <laughs> right. <laughs> Because you have to have lots of hot chocolate, well, flights of hot chocolate. So they're in the kitchen having their hot chocolate, and the kids are, you know, distressed about going to boarding school. And here comes Jessica Liu, she type A executive assistant, barging into Charles' office. Riverside is in the boarding school. I know. The kids would come home every day here, do their homework, eat, sleep, and just be regular kids. Who would watch them? I would. You would give up your career as an attorney to watch my nieces and nephew. No, I would still be an attorney. I mean, it is the 21st century, and there's a happy medium between kids in boarding school and me giving up my career. Fair enough. I mean, if I can be your full-time EA and go to law school and pass the bar, I can do this. I am excellent with time management. Yes, you are. But why would you want to do this? Help them. <laughs> seven years, seven days, seven minutes. Doesn't matter how long I've known them or that they're not related to me. I want the best for those kids because I love them. <laughs> oh. It's so weird. She's known these children for seven days. She didn't come in there and say, Charles, I care about the well being of these children. It was, I, I love them. them. I mean, she professed her love for these children. That their own guardian doesn't even care about that. He wants to ship them off. (laughs) (laughs) So, so she, then she's brave dog now. Oh yeah. She's got, she's got to rush off to the airport to tell Max how much she loves him. And at the same time, he's sitting there writing a stay or to go list. Cause she's going to be spontaneous and he is going to be what? 
organized right. about how he's going to make this I mean, decision. he might as well have picked up a daffodil and she loves me, <laughs> she loves me not. <laughs> and, you know, stumbles into his pocket and finds the missing the puzzle. Missing, which, did you notice that it's the star from the top of the Christmas tree in the oh, puzzle? Oh, I didn't Oh, notice. yes. Well, good for Very you. Very symbolic. Um, I zoom in too. Right. <laughs> so, at the same time, they both subsequently get back in their vehicles and, you know, they cross paths in the driveway, mm-hmm. which at this point, Max gets out and he sort of is expressing, you know, why he wants to stay and Jessica Lou just jumps his bones and just and I have to say and our listener may disagree but the chemistry between these two actors was non-existent non non-existent she was a little too bossy in real life and it came through into the movie something and he something came through he really did want to be off skiing with his friends yeah in real life (laughs) and so you know she she kisses him once. Without consent, you noted. Well, I did note that, but you, what, what is it that you said? Uh, Girls are allowed to be spontaneous? Is that what you, I, And boys will be boys. And uh, <laughs> the kiss was, he, he, it was like he had lemon juice on his lips. His lips. And she wasn't licking it off. No, his lips were glued shut. <laughs> and if it wasn't, if it was not one kiss, it was not two kisses, it was three. Three closed lip kisses. Three closed lip kisses. In a row. <laughs> yeah, there's so, n- absolutely nothing uh, erotic about those kisses. So nothing. they return home to the doorstep where Charles... <laughs> they walk 12 feet. They walk, to the they walk 12 feet. And they go inside. And again, here comes the hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And Charles says, I would like to make a toast <laughs> to family. <laughs> I've decried family all all along. I mean, yeah. I was going to separate everybody up at Christmas, but those dar- let's make a toast. Those darlings, tons, <laughs> darling, tons. They they uh, they really know how to celebrate <laughs> <laughs> for real. Well, that wasn't fun. <laughs> no, it was not. That one was rough. It was and, brutal. I mean, it was so bad, Molly, that I had to fast forward through the commercials. So we don't even, I don't know about you. I don't have any commercial bits this no, week. No, I, no. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. And I, 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 for me, you can't top that barfing kid on commercial last week. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so, so bad. So here we are. Never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater, which has probably got to be the worst title for a movie ever. Well, well, Molly, according to Maggie, uh, that's an old, old saying. Old. That's an old saying, never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what, which, which your friend said. What, what, did you ever catch your friend's name? Um, I, I never caught Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa. Okay. She was, okay. Oh, she was she awesome. Was, uh, no, so we have... We, so, as is always the case, well, mostly the case, we did have um, one World Christmas opened up in Boston, right? But typically, you, it's a, a shot of a panning across this idyllic small town. This one is in Fort, is near the Fort Pine military base in Colorado. Yep. It's clearly up in the mountains, so it's up in the Rockies. And, um, and so that's how we open up. We have Maggie O'Donnell. Who's a second grade teacher. Single mom, second grade teacher. Um, her, Dismissing her kids for the... For the Christmas break. Christmas yeah, break. and there's there's some kind of a crack about how many hours of homework she's assigning them. <gasps> oh, one hour a day. And she's assigning them just to have as much fun as you can. But then also read 15 minutes every right. day. <laughs> the actual assignment the, was the, the, the tail end. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so she volunteers every Christmas because who doesn't? Yeah. What single mom doesn't have time to just volunteer two well, weeks of their life? Well, her daughter Ellen is, you know, going, she loves it. Yeah, going, going with the dad and stepmom for the first well, time. Right. But she, so she volunteers at this Christmas club or this Christmas camp for the kids on the military base. And we have these kids whose parents are deployed. Right. Um, one of them is named is, is Reed. Reed. And um, his dad is deployed in uh, Germany for Christmas. A little bit of backstory here is that apparently they built a less than good fort or something before their dad left <laughs> for Germany. Now I want to, I want to see the fort personally. I, I'd love to see how bad it is. Well, that'll be Hallmark movie. Hallmark Channel presents The Christmas Fort 2021. Um, we've got Lucas, who is uh, the Christmas sweater dad, who turns out not to be a dad. Well, well, bef- he's not the, yes. He First, uh, when, you know, so after they go out, of get out of school, Maggie mm-hmm. and her daughter Eleanor, you know, walking, and this little kid just, he, he takes a little tumble. It's, it's not, it's not I a mean, big fall. No, I'd be say I'd be like, Dust yourself off again. And pri- right before that, Maggie turns to Ellen and says, oh, look at that ugly sweater. <laughs> right off the bat, right makes a judgmental because comment. Because that's what you say about a stranger at the park. Right. You just start talking about their clothes. Right. <laughs> and then when, when the little kid takes the tumble, Maggie, she jumps into second grade <gasps> teacher mode. And Absolutely. she, you know, although, Races. although the man is clearly caring for the kid, you know, making sure well, he's, he's okay. Well, he's staring at his phone. Right. I mean, which is a violation of this agreement with his the kid's mom, who says she's supposed to, I'm supposed to be watching him. I mean, who uses the word apparatus? Apparently, Lucas Christmas dad, Christmas sweater dad. Well, so Maggie jumps in and, oh, are you okay? Let me check. Put, like, lift up your arms. Let me, <laughs> let me, your <laughs> wiggle your fingers. Let me take your heart rate. <laughs> you know? Here, rectal temperature. No. <laughs> Molly, <laughs> listener, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we're not G-rated because of me. We established uh, that. Molly. So come on, Brad. You're so delicate. Well, when you're talking, I'm not even going to repeat it. So then we also have Chris and Leah, who are, um, there's always, there's always an irritating sibling or an irritating best friend. Um, Chris is. And and Lucas has both. He he does. Because he's got, he's got Chris and college. That's right. Who's now an architect uh, professor. But we have Chris and Leah who are um, Lucas's brother and sister-in-law. Their son, Joey, who's the one who fell off. I mean, Joey's cute, but he's a terrible actor. (laughs) I mean, come on. He's no Macaulay Culkin. Okay. Well, so Maggie and Ellen arrive at the Christmas daycare. (laughs) <laughs> um, where, again, best friend Alyssa is frantically decorating 900 Christmas trees. Wait, okay. 900. What is the decorating budget for that? Right? 900. thousand <laughs> dollars. I mean, there's, there's 25 Christmas trees. Again. And then, and then right in that opening scene, we find out that um, Maggie needs to run to the Christmas tree Because she's, they've got to have a fresh, they have to, they've got to have a real tree. It's got to smell like Christmas It's got to smell like Christmas. Because all of the pine cones and crap that they have laying around, that doesn't smell like right. Christmas. These are all fake. Right. So she goes off to the Christmas tree goes lot. Goes off to the Christmas tree lot, finds the perfect three foot fresh tree. And she's so incompetent as a human that she needs to have help, which she's not good at asking for, right. to carry the three foot tree to her car. Right. And she's so incompetent carrying the three foot tree that she nearly kills, what's his name? Lucas. Lucas. Well, that's after our, you know, quintessential tree clerk says, oh, oh we're too busy to help you. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Get yes, in line, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially. Oh, I, mean, I guess I'll carry it myself. Right. The three foot tree. <laughs> and, you know, Lucas is out for a afternoon jog. 
right past the tree lot as you do yeah she Fry take, a dog she takes <laughs> she takes him out 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 and, he, and he's so badly injured she's got to call, call the ambulance <laughs> no. he's like sort of in and out of consciousness <laughs> and, the, and then not only is he unconscious he has broken his wrist badly i mean yeah. there's screws and pins well and she gets all this information from the nurse in even violation she, of hipaa <laughs> you know some strangers just in in this guy's hospital room after he's recovering from anesthesia and, um a world without hipaa right that's a hallmark world yeah. so she she bends down and you know joey it's gonna be okay you know i promise i didn't ruin christmas for your dad and you know here comes leah and chris and the pesky brother yes, and sister-in-law yes, yeah oh no he's not the dad no no so that's when we meet the Right. Yeah. At this point, I, I suppose Maggie knows his first name, right? I guess so. I, I, and I think and I think he's sleeping, right? But he's she, been unconscious like, right. since the minute she she beat him to death with the Christmas tree. Right. And so. well, and then she had to have that monologue while he was sleeping about, <laughs> oh, you know, I just got to get so much better at asking people for help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose you do that. I do appreciate they did try to make sense of it that, you know, she was a little bit worried that maybe he would sue her. So she was yeah. on the apology tour. Right. It was totally overkill. But at this point, we're going to assume he, she that knew. That never happens in a Hallmark movie, right. Brad. She no. knew, knew his first name. Then okay. they, they cut to the next scene. Yes. Where she's in her eventual art studio guest house that every second grade teacher salary allows <laughs> with Alyssa, Correct. who is... Oh, I'm stalking him on social media. Oh, I'm on his Facebook. Oh, he looks really nice. He's really cute. He's really fine. He's an architect from New York City. I mean... Because they're 13-year-old girls. Well, I suppose, but I don't... I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think Maggie must have been, like, peeping in his wallet, taking some photo. I mean, how... Well, she, does, has, she has access to all of his private medical information. Right. <laughs> she's actually... She signed him out. She's yeah. discharged him. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, um, he finally gets discharged mm-hmm. um, because they keep him overnight. Keep him overnight for observation. Because, obviously, very severe wrist break. <laughs> you know, so Maggie comes back the next it day. Was touch to, and go, to, yeah, right? To apologize, mm-hmm. um, she brings up a, a plant, aka a poinsettia, um, that his best friend. She have she said I ever, brought you a plant. Right. No, I know. And then his best friend comes also in. Also brought him a Like, have you ever what? I, I can't. So they can't you that. know, he's got to get some fresh air. So they go out to they go out <laughs> to, to the courtyard. The courtyard. Yeah. Where he realizes that he's got to stay in Colorado and has nowhere to stay. His brother lives here. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's gonna miss his big ski trip. Yep. And he's his huge ski trip that he's Aspen. flying to. To Aspen, right. Going to Aspen. From where? I mean it, he's in the Rockies already. Right. Right. So he's now he's got to I, well, yeah. he was just making the... It's a big trip, though, from there. The obligation of seeing his family before he went off to party for the week. <laughs> Maggie, because he can't stay with his brother for some reason and doesn't want to stay in a, a hotel, Maggie jump, pulls out her pulls out her uh, handy-dandy steno notepad and writes her address, <laughs> and here's the Wi-Fi password and my social security <laughs> number. <laughs> and, okay, I'll go home and get it all ready. So, eventual art studio has now has to be put on pause while she redecorates and gets it clean. And because her everything that makes her happy is always put on pause, right? Right. And so, you know, Alyssa again is there, continuing to stalk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, now she knows what every, are best friends for. She knows everything about this guy. <laughs> so when he arrives, I read, I had read something, and it was either like the caption for the the movie that he was like a Scrooge or like the, he was like a Grinch, and I. I don't, I never really got that. I mean, I think he didn't really want to be there, but he also, rightfully, he, he's groggy. He's kind of in pain. He right. wants to rest. 
Matt, uh, she, he walks in the door. Oh, well, this sofa couch is great. And here, you know, these are all the luxury appliances. And, you know, I'll get you the Wi-Fi. And again, here's my phone number. And my, you can text me. And, or you could just shout across the yard if you need anything. <laughs> you know, and he's kind of mm. like, I'm just going to rest. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, would you like to come for dinner? I'm, I, and, you know, poor little Ellen's with her braces like, yeah, you're making spaghetti. <laughs> She's like, no. Are you making bolognese? <laughs> She's like, no. Mac and cheese? <laughs> Mac and cheese? <laughs> no. I'm making enchiladas. Oh, those are my favorite too. <laughs> and so the next scene, they come back and knock, knock, knock. Here's your tray of enchiladas. And he kind of is like, thanks so much. I'm going to go back. And, and I think she invites him over to decorate the oh they're gonna oh. decorate the tree well because he's tall well no 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 that's oh. no they just it's not christmas until the tree's decorated <laughs> ellen has got to go hang out with her dad and the stepmom the next right, day so right. they've got to get the tree decorated tonight he declines again pretty sure this is all the same day so he had just told them that he was tired yes yes from Groggy. the drugs Groggy. duh he spent the night in the hospital. And, and she's back mo- moments later with her, the tray of enchiladas inviting him to decorate the tree for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Ellen and Ellen and Maggie are in the house and, oh, I got to go out to the garage to get a, a stepladder to reach the top of the tree, <laughs> the, the three and a half foot tree. And you know, here comes here comes Lucas knocking on the door. Hey, you're, you know, your Wi-Fi is, is pretty spotty here. Uh, do you have... Um, <laughs> and, and she pulls out her phone and, oh, oh I can reset it. I can reset the router with my cell phone. And then here comes freaking Ellen. Oh my gosh, you're so <laughs> tall. <laughs> you know? And, and Maggie, you know, being the non-independent woman that she is, says, oh, oh no, come right in. I need you to help me put the lights on the top of the tree. <laughs> So he com- Another woman who needs companionship. Right. He comes in and, okay, I'm putting it on the top. And Ellen is talking about the fact that she gets to go with her dad to some, like, fancy chocolate. chocolate and again, Lucas is a nice enough guy. He's just met these people for the s- second time, right. essentially. And he's being, being a nice guy. And so, you know, Ellen's getting ready to... Um, and I have to say, this is my absolute favorite moment i don't know if this was scripted or if it was improvised by the actor i think the actor's name was niall niall matter or something but it totally encapsulates how us as viewers (laughs) watch hallmark (laughs) christmas movies have fun tomorrow well um good night oh you're not gonna keep decorating I've got a bad movie to finish. I mean, I've already dedicated an hour of my life. What's another 23 minutes? You're going to miss Carol's and Coco. Yeah. um, Take a rain check. He's like, no to the ch- the cocoa, no to the... <laughs> you know, deck- well, I mean, then, then sh- that's quite a hit. Like, she's hitting on him hard. Right. She's Carol's and Coco? Well, <gasps> but the fact Scandalous. that he calls out that he has wasted an hour of his life watching a terrible movie with only 23 minutes to go, <laughs> well, that's how I felt, you know, about at this point in the movie. I thought, well, we're almost there, you know. Well, and, you know, I think that probably my tolerance um, for Hallmark movies has increased because... Um, well, I your have, alcohol tolerance? <laughs> Both. Oh, okay. Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Both. <laughs> so thank you, Hallmark, for that because I, I hardly drank at all through these films. I mean, except for Coco. Yeah, <laughs> it just was like <laughs> I just that that's how I feel. That's how yeah, I feel when yeah. we watch these. I've movies. wasted an hour of my life. I, I also was another po- twenty three minutes. I also want to point out the fact mm. that again, I'm not an expert on anything, but 
Let's just assume that Maggie lives in this gorgeous house with the gorgeous porch, the gorgeous guest house, the baby grand piano, the white <laughs> grand piano mm, yes. in, in her house. Um, she got a good divorce settlement. Well, I have to assume that she's not able to afford that on a second grade teacher salary. Yeah, I, I would assume that. And you you would know. I would know. I mean, you've worked on one or two of those. Just a few. And you know, I've gotten a couple of teachers uh, some good divorce settlements. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I guess Hallmark is, you know, living off of a real, real, real life, life stories. It's real life. Yes. Yes. Um, so we've got, we've got some um, accidental hand touching when they're decorating the tree and the awkward moments, um, hot cocoa. We've got um, some moments where Lucas is talking about how what he really wanted to do as an architect was build houses. And he was inspired by this coffee table book and, you know, but now... Surprise, surprise, he's lost his passion. Right. Well, and I think this was also, I, I, I kind of related, right? I think we all do that are working right now. You know, you want to put in your 50, 60 hours to make sure you get everything done. <laughs> That's right. Right? Work yourself to the bone, striving for this level of success. And then when you get there, you, you think it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows. But you know what it is? It's 10 more work hours added to an already overwhelming schedule. Well, that, my friend, is the price of your talent. Then maybe I don't want to pay it. I want to feel my life, Cam. Do all those things that I've kept putting off for my career. It's a balancing act. <laughs> and you were never very good at it. Do you still love architecture? So, <laughs> good for him for knowing for what him. he wants. Good for him. I, I do have to say, you had mentioned, there's some activities he ends up being coerced into building a full-size gingerbread house. Um, he's decorating the trees. He is attending a snowball fight. Yeah. That cast on his arm looked like like <laughs> they licked some toilet paper and just stuck it. <laughs> There's no... There is no... I mean, his arm's not in a sling. There's no support on it. It just looked like toilet paper. I, I concur. <laughs> I do have to say, though, that... One of the things in this movie, again, this is they tie it back into the military. Um, during that snowball fight, there was a scene with Little Reed talking about his dad and the that thought. Was sweet. The thought about uh, w- losing the snowball fight was absolutely not going to happen. We're not going to lose. My dad and I do this when we're home. He wins at everything. He's a superhero. Dad's not a superhero, Reed. He's just a soldier, like Everett's mom and Sarah's dad. He may not wear a cape. Well, my dad is a superhero. Of course he is, you guys. He's out there, away from his family, fighting to keep us all safe. If that doesn't make him a superhero, then I don't know what does. That was nice. That was, that, a, that was a sweet moment. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, his dad's in Germany, so he's not... I mean, I don't know who he's fighting, but... <laughs> but he is deployed. Right. Okay. okay. I'll give so, him that one. So, Chris and Leah... They're having their annual mm. Christmas sweater, mm-hmm. ugly sweater yes. party, yeah. which goes back to why uh, Lucas was wearing that not really so ugly. It, it wasn't that. I mean, it's not that bad. Oh, no, no. It, I, I mean, much, he much. got that at Walmart or yeah. Target, you know, for, in the fourteen ninety nine section. <laughs> I mean, that's just one of those like. Yeah, it's just a Christmas sweater. <laughs> he's going to a keger it's wearing kind of, that. Right. I mean, it's not hideous. It didn't have lights on it. It didn't say anything. I mean, I think we've seen some uglier sweaters in other movies. Right. And then she wore this adorable little sweater. That she a, said oh. was even more hideous than what he was wearing. <laughs> And, and and then I, I think it was Lucas that said, oh, well, I guess people are going to assume that we're dating. Oh, because, right. Oh, well, oh, I'll make sure to tell just... all the eligible ladies that we're just friends. And, oh, I'm not looking for anyone. I'm move, I'm going back to New York. They go to they go to Chris and Leah's ugly sweater mm-hmm. party. Yeah, which, which, which is my favorite moment of the entire film was the pet rock. 
Well, yes. The I pe- love that rock. Well, they had the white elephant. Yes, yeah, so they were doing white elephant. Nobody else in that movie got the memo about the ugly sweater. It was just, <laughs> just uh, just, Chris, Leah, just Lucas, normally. and Maggie. Yeah. And none of them were actually in ugly sweaters, just festive sweaters. Right. But they got to have a, a, a title for a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> um, got to say, I'm real tired of hearing about the hot chocolate. There's hot chocolate in every movie. Every single movie has the best hot chocolate in town. The world's best hot chocolate. Homemade marshmallows obviously we tasted what that tastes like today. And (laughs) that's not good. So I give them props. I give them props that when they get to the party, Lucas says, I got to go find the eggnog. Well, you Ooh. you and I know that that's no. not just eggnog. No. Because they've got I mean, those, not if it's any good. They got those generic red solo cups. Oh, yeah. He's looking for the eggnog. Let the party so begin. So finally, finally an adult looking for an adult beverage at an adult party, <laughs> right? In a festive sweater. In a festive, not so ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. So then they go inside to do the white elephant. Because uh, the Christmas parties are all outside. All outside. In the Rockies yeah, no, they, in winter. Yeah, no, they sit outside on her porch <laughs> yep. to design the gingerbread oh, yeah. house. But she's got, you know, the glorious fire pits everywhere. Oh, yes. Oh, second yeah. grade teacher salary. So, <laughs> we already talked about that. I Divorce know, settlement. I, I know. But again, so they go in. they go into the house to do the white elephant. And I thought I really did. And I, I'm going to give Hallmark some credit that. They were giving an ode to what we have all been going through this year with virtually meeting or being on Zoom meetings. So mm. all of a sudden there, there's a friend on the television. Yeah. And I thought, oh, great. Oh. She can't, she doesn't want to be there. She can't make it. Well, they turn it into some, I mean, I don't even think like there a was. a babysitter canceled I, or I mean. Right. They dropped the presents off in person and now they went back home <laughs> and got on a Zoom and they're, you know, opening the gifts. Yeah. I really did think that it was going to go that route with mm-hmm. the pandemic route. Right. But instead... Maggie turns to Lucas and says, I've got a great idea. You know, it's so novel. Nobody's you know, ever thought of it before. Tr- because they've been trying, they're trying to bring Reed's dad home, right? And realizing that that's probably not going to happen, turns to him and says, oh, well, we, we could just get them on camera. Like, yes. <laughs> like that's never happened before. Like it's never happened It wasn't before. even in Deliver by Christmas, right? That they were doing videos back and forth to the troops. Right. But totally new. Maggie has this great idea that they're going to get all the kids' family, all the kids' parents that are deployed on camera at the big Christmas fair. (laughs) And um, so we approach the Christmas fair. Oh, I have to say, before they get to the Christmas fair, Mm -hmm. this is where this move. This is where it picked up for me. Okay. When, of course, once again, they're in the horse-drawn carriage. Um, (laughs) But we were Uh, one hour and thirty minutes into this movie, and they kissed. (gasps) They 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 got a so they soon? got a they got a full snowflake for just that moment because mm, because right because they fell in love earlier in the film uh-huh. and then there was then there was a little bit of a crisis. Well, mm. but we'll get there. Yeah, so got to give them props there because they realized and, and I with the full thirty minutes left. Well, minus commercials, so we've got we're still at the, the fourteen minute, but it was a kiss before the last ninety seconds. I do have to say though, maybe because they are. Older, she's a divorcee, mm-hmm. and he yeah, high powered architect, right? But seen the world a little bit, yeah. They know what they want, yeah. So good for them. There's no confusion. I like when there's no confusion. There's not this should I or shouldn't I? I mean, they liked each other. Yeah, they knew it. They dealt with it. They, and they definitely these two actors. They were both good. Yeah. The the dialogue that was written for them was not good. They did their best, but they did have chemistry, and they they made that moment work. Yep. So now it's the night of the big Christmas fair and Maggie is there and Lucas is there and the whole town is there. Mm-hmm. And always, you know, Lucas is talking to Cameron about the decision that he's made to move to Colorado 
and start building houses. Mm-hmm. And he makes some reference about buying a plane ticket. Right. To go get his stuff. He's got to mo- go back right. to New York. His to- whole life is there. He's got to move it back. Well, I'm sorry. Maggie, you were eavesdropping. You were... Well, they're 13-year-old girls, that, right? They, that's what 13-year-old girls do. They, they hear a little snippet of a conversation, right. and then they lose their shit about it. She lost her shit. So... All the shit lost. I mean, and peeking, and she, total she's peeking, peeking around the, the party, peeking around the tree. <laughs> oh, and then when he goes over and like kind of puts his hand on her back, or she's, I mean, she's got tears in her eyes. And mm-hmm. It's best for for everyone. I I can't make it any more confusing because <laughs> of course Ellen's there, and right. oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this party <laughs> with the dad and the stepmom, and make fun of children. Uh, well, Brad, Molly, you made fun of a much smaller child and a rectal thermometer. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making fun of the fact that this kid had braces. We've all had them. So, it, yes. So Maggie is destroyed. She she can't function for the rest of the movie. Nope. We do have a little bit of a moment with Reed getting to see his dad up on the screen. That was sweet. That was cute. And then the party's over. Party's over. They go home. They're getting their goodie bags. Right. Yes. Getting the goodie bags and they go home. <laughs> Molly just snorted. <laughs> okay. The goodie bags were that good. Yeah. So they go home and then Lucas is brooding on the on the guest oh. house balcony. Well, because she was just a total bishop in the Christmas party. He doesn't even know why. Because he's just he just planned to move his whole life there to be with her. Right. Yeah. So he, 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 he watches the lights go out in the house. It's completely dark. And I'm pretty sure this is Christmas and Eve, that's not right? Creepy at all. Yes, I think yeah, it is. So he's yeah. he's alone on yes. Christmas Eve. So sad. With his broken wrist. Right. So he wakes toilet paper cast. I know. <laughs> so he wakes up the next morning. Mm-hmm. He goes and he rings the doorbell and says, just wanted to say thank you. It's all very cold and you know, business-like. Here, yeah. Here's some, Ellen, here's a gift uh, gift for you. And Maggie, here's a gift for you. And you can open it later. And she, you know, exchanges a gift with him. And, oh, same. And so he's in the car and they go into the house. And Ellen opens up the uh, gift. And it's a gift card for her favorite video game. <laughs> very you <know>. cool. <laughs> very, very, Gen, <laughs> very Gen Z 2020, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was yep. like the, it was like their version of Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and then Maggie opens her gift and it is two plane tickets to Paris because... Because at, her workaholic husband never let her go there to paint. Right. And that's right? what she wanted yeah. to do. She right. wanted to go and paint. And yeah, I think that was when they were decorated. Oh, we didn't even get to that. And I know that this sounds ridiculous, but after they're sitting outside t- talking about the gingerbread house, she goes into the house to... What's the word? You know, she's sitting in front of the Christmas tree. Oh, yes. And she's contemplating. Contemplating her life choices, right? Which is when this whole Paris thing comes up about the fact that, you know, she always wanted to go to Paris and the Christmas tree right now is it's decorated with multicolor lights and all like the The way her husband liked it. Ellen likes it with all like the homemade, handmade. And she wanted like a clean, classic. Silver, gold, white. Right. And yeah. And he he kind of suggests, okay, well, why don't you do that? Okay, let me go out to the garage and get the big box that have all my favorite decorations in it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like she was longing for this stuff. She was she, she had that. She stuff. had it. She had it. So yes, so they re, that's they redecorate the tree, and through that, he's asking her about what her, some of her life choices and what she wanted to do as an artist and go to Paris. So anyway, to the end of the movie, he opens. You know, she opens the. Tickets. There's no hotel or car. I don't know where <laughs> Maggie and Ellen are staying when they get to Paris, but a park bench under the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Probably. But it was it was it was a nice gesture. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, extravagant for someone you've known for a week. Right. right? Yeah. And so then, um, then Josh or Josh. I keep wanting to call him Josh. Lucas is in the car. <laughs> he also opens it, and it's a 
a, a antique, rare book of his favorite architect. And she's been searching all over. Searching all over. This book, yes. And so... And then they realize... They've got to turn around. Right. He's got to turn around. Right. He, you know... Pretty much exactly the same ending as the Darlings. <laughs> exactly. Turns around, yeah. rings, knocks on the door. <laughs> he, he says, so we're good, right? Oh, we're good. You know, there was like this weird misunderstanding and yeah. they go into the house and, oh, Ellen, get a plate for, get a plate for Lucas. I did like the touch at the end where then he comes back outside and he gets the, he got, he's got to pick up his own suitcase. I, th- I found that a slightly scandalous for a Hallmark movie. Well, because didn't it, it, did it, it not suggest that he was that... he wasn't going back to that guest house? <laughs> That's what I took away from it. <laughs> he was not going back to that guest house. Nope. At least not at night. <laughs> so, the end. <laughs> it, 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 there was some redemption. The beginning, I thought, and I think I texted you and said, two minutes and fifty-seven seconds into this, I don't think I can. I don't I think I can do this, this one. <laughs> I don't think I can do it, but I had already wasted an hour, so why <laughs> What's not? What's 23 more minutes? What's 23 more minutes? Well, once again, Molly, we made it through another week of talking about these movies. I, I'm going to say, when we discussed doing this podcast... I didn't realize that I don't actually have the Hallmark channel on my cable <laughs> network. So when I was very enthusiastic about watching these Hallmark movies. And while I was shaming you for loving Hallmark movies. I realized I was watching Lifetime Channel. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listener or two who, you know, we're not leaving you with uh, the warm and fuzzies that we promised in the trailer. We, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I said the inevitable warm and fuzzies people have come to expect. That is what I, that's what we, we promised. We, we did. I'm not sure that we've delivered that, mm. but, <laughs> but it's still fun nonetheless. <laughs> it is so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's kind of fun to be a Scrooge <laughs> behind a microphone, <laughs> you know, is, it's pretty fun. because let's be real. I am at some point going to go put my tree in my bedroom. I've already got the garland on the fireplace. I got the tree in the living room. Yep. The outdoor lights are going up before Thanksgiving certainly before thanksgiving so hashtag 2020 it's not that i don't have holiday spirit it's just with these it brings out the scrooge in me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so molly on uh christmas with the darling tins um i'm listen we've watched seven movies in three weeks Mm. wow (laughs) 1.5 i'm saving a lower score for you know, there's some doozies coming up. Oh, oh. some those time lapse oh. ones. Oh, I saw, cannot. Saw the, I cannot <laughs> saw wait. Saw the, the the trailer for that. So oh. I, I can't wait for those. But Christmas with the Darlingtons. Um, Darlings. One point five tops. Snowflakes. One point five snowflakes. Because not even the multiple. Well, they were closed lip kisses. Oh, those closed. No, no, no. They don't. <laughs> they get, couldn't even save it. They no. don't get credit. They get docked. They get docked. <laughs> they should just not have kissed. I would have rather than just hug. A side hug. An awkward, like, side hug. Right. Turn your pelvis. Right. A handshake. It was High mu- five. It was a much, it was a business transaction to begin with. Oh, yes. Yeah, those kisses, that they lost snowflake arms. <laughs> well, I'm going to give them one homemade marshmallow. Well, that's, that's also very <laughs> insulting based on what you made. Because barfarific. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater started out rough. I'm going to give it three snowflakes. Really? I think it was pretty, it was right in the middle. It, it didn't, it didn't, we've already seen this storyline. 
it's already been repeated in the three weeks that we've started. <laughs> nothing yeah, new. Nothing. I new. thought the actors were good. I thought the chemistry was good. The storyline was ridiculous. So bad. But I, I'm going to give it three snowflakes. So now, now that my, my marshmallows, since I, you know, I, we talked about the fact that I, I'm not having to drink my way through these films. So since my marshmallow is bad, do I have to give them more marshmallows or fewer marshmallows? Is it like golf, the golf score or like, okay, I'll give it two. I'll give it two homemade marshmallows. Two homemade marshmallows. <laughs> and Brad, Brad, oh, I got you a present. I, I see this. I got it, you. I, now, I want to clarify. I got this present before we even decided on this podcast. Okay. And very much like the films. So, so you know how the trailers for these films, they, they come across as they're going to be so, so wonderful and fulfilling. Yeah. So I saw this and I thought of you. Mm-hmm. And then I bought it. And then you put and it I in I waited a, for weeks. And you put it in a Spectrum <laughs> mobile bag. Hey. You clearly are not hey. like, uh, what was her name? <laughs> which in one, which her? In They're one, all the same. One Royal Holiday. Or she, you know. Anna. Oh, Anna. <laughs> With Oliver. Okay, so, yeah, so then I waited three weeks for the thing to come. Okay. Uh, and then it showed up and open it. Oh, boy. Well, listener, <laughs> just from the looks of it, it looks like it's fuzzy and bright red. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. It looks like it's a throw. It's a it's a very small a very it, it, very small like it's is, a one leg throw <laughs> now now you got to turn it around oh, can you read the oh, oh boy oh boy <laughs> <laughs> this is my hallmark christmas movie watching blanket uh, and the, the embroidery <laughs> the embroidery is not even in the middle of the blanket it's like <laughs> so that blanket was as disappointing (laughs) well molly it's very nice and i think i we will definitely show you know not that our listener needs to know yeah where where did you get this from i don't know okay it was one of those like i think (laughs) it came from you know it's a a sweat factory a a sweatshop in indonesia somewhere it is is really the smallest i mean this is like a blanket for a toddler i I know i know and you know of course on the picture it looked large and luxurious well, maybe what happened mm-hmm. is they accidentally cut it in half, and this was really oh, in the middle that- <laughs> <laughs> instead of all the way on maybe, the far right corner. Maybe, yeah. And, well, and it was $50. It was $50. $50. Molly. <laughs> uh, happy, happy home for Hallmark, Brad. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Don't, don't you know I don't like fancy things? <laughs> I'll just call you Victor. Victor Lee from now on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I will make sure to leave a review. <laughs> Thank on, you. <laughs> you. Tell me where you got this. And for our listener, you know, if if you are okay with us being the Scrooges that we are, then we would really appreciate a like or two on um, Apple Podcasts or oh, anywhere yes. that you get yours. Um, we're still waiting for those questions. I know. I know that there are people out there that have questions or want, want to have an input into... Uh, what we are talking about. So if you do send us an email at home for hallmark at gmail.com. Yep. And check us out on Instagram. We're going to have some behind the scenes photos of our unusual locale this time around. And Brad's very, uh, $50 (laughs) guys. I feel really bad. Molly, we're in a recession. (laughs) And that's that. Thank you. Goodbye.